Welcome to the Fuck the Generational Wealth Gap podcast. I am Elise Alexander, your go-to fam for everything that comes with the mental baggage with codependency and perfectionism. And really, it's not an easy trip, but you better bet your ass it's worth it and you are worthy of it. Today is episode 11 and I am so freaking excited to introduce you to one of the most amazing humans that I've probably ever met, but that's just my own personal feeling. Oh my God, please, please really just like give your open heart a welcome for Dijana. I Oh my gosh. Wow. As I pronounce your name incorrectly. Okay. Now it's just gone. <laughs> How did you're excited, my love? I know that you're excited. And you know what? There's no like incorrect or correct. It just is. And I'm just so excited. And I want to say like my, you said, this is my perception um, that I'm the most amazing person. And I'm going to just bomb you with a quote for the beginning. Your perception of me is a reflection of you. And my reaction to you is an awareness of me. If you guys weren't ready for her, you're not ready for her now. Because <laughs> this is- We're going in. You. We're going in. We're oh yeah, going we're in. going in. Okay, so you guys, today's episode focuses on our fear conversation that we've been talking about. And the series about fear today is going to be about fear of being truly in your own skin. Because I know, and you know, that shit's hard. That is not an easy feeling. And it is definitely not easy to fully be yourself in your own experience and not worry about judgment or concepts or other people looking at you. So the first question that I would love to ask you, my dear, is do you ever feel this, this moment of like, oh shit, what if everybody sees who I am? Oof. There's so many ways that I can answer this question, but yeah, that were that was me. That was me some time ago. Now I'm like, how you see me is your problem, <laughs> you know. Um, and it's like you know, I'm completely comfortable. It took me so much fucking work to get to a place where I am so comfortable, not just with my skin, my you know, my outer is not even matter but what I stand for. I am so freaking opinionated. I am so opinionated and so loud that I, I sometimes am obnox obnoxious and I'm unapologetic about it because it feels right to me. And if it doesn't feel right to someone else, that's their problem, you know? And there was a time when I was such a good girl, like really, I, I'm a middle kid. I needed attention. I needed to check all the boxes. I needed to be a professional dance, dance, um, dancer. I needed to go to the gym. I needed to have the best grades. I needed to have a perfect apartment, perfect kids, perfect husband, perfect job, everything. That was not me until I decided that no, this good girl doesn't fit what I want to do, what I want to live, what I want to create as my legacy. 
because she's just so in the in the in this constraint of someone else's reality and when i said goodbye it was so freaking painful to say goodbye to that version of me because yeah. that was the only version i knew and grieving process yeah. saying goodbye to that person is still so sometimes so painful because it's coming it's coming it's mm -hmm. reminding me oh this is comfortable let's go back to that <laughs> because she you know this girl she's okay with the status quo yeah right and this girl here the fierce badass bitch she's here to defy status quo and she's like no we're not having this conversation again <laughs> and it's constant battle because it took me 40 years to be here oh. i hope none of you need to experience 40 years like i but i'm, I'm gonna tell you it was worth it because now when I look back, the version of me right now is gracefully here because of the version that needed to put up all the shit. And only through that, I could become the, the version that, I'm, that I am becoming still in the process of remaking. Um, so yeah. Was that wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. We're just like, you have so many different nuggets that people don't even see it. First of all, the fact that you said like, that you knew that you would have to continue the fight. Like, I think there's this idea out there that like, we all of a sudden all it's done. have to do it once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but spiritual ignorance <laughs> and emotional ignorance, it's a real thing, you guys. And I've hit it several times, as I'm sure a lot of my sisters and brothers have also hit it, because we think like, oh, you know, we've had this like one or two experiences. How do we figure it out? But our natural inclination is always going to be to stay safe, especially if you have had experiences in your past that made you feel anything but safe. So mm -hmm. one of the things that I want to ask you is, with acknowledging that you didn't always feel safe in your body, was there a specific age that you were like, oh, snap, got it, this is it? When I, when I got out? <sighs> oh, yeah, this is, yeah, this is a big one because first, when, as a kid, I was anorexic, I was bullied because I was a tall, skinny, smart, girl and I was also an immigrant kid so dealing with the the outer like the 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 body was always hard for me always 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 um the most beautiful now when I'm looking back the most beautiful experience I had with my body was when I was pregnant with my girls I have three girls and that was the moment where I got fat, like really ridiculously fat. I love it. And I was like, I love this version of me. She's chubby and she's like full of herself. And um, it, it was such a transformative period for, for me. And now, you know, just thinking of how our body is able to hold another human being, a full human being is just amazing. And I started to appreciate with each pregnancy, I started to appreciate my body so much. Mm -hmm. 
And I think my last pregnancy was when I was 34, like Zara will be, yeah, Zara will be seven now, so 34. I would say that that was kind of a beginning of accepting that I'm, I have so, I hold so much gratitude for my body. It takes me places. It it carried my babies. Um, it it is. It holds. It literally holds my soul's purpose. It can. It contains everything that that I am. Right, and um, I, I have so much gratitude for my body. Also, because when I was a kid, I was also abused that was also the trigger that was always like oh you shouldn't look sexy you shouldn't look beautiful you shouldn't look um whatever that is because I always felt oh I'm just a sexual object and uh, I needed to go through that as well um so being comfortable with my body showing my body and not being triggered by anyone who says oh you're so beautiful but just allowing to come through as a as a compliment and accepting it, receiving it as it is. <laughs> okay. For those of you who are not familiar with the receive and give channel, this is exactly what Dee is talking about. Because if you cannot do one, you cannot do the other. So being able to receive is such a big part of what we do and such a big part of what we want in our lives. Because I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired of pushing this rock uphill. I talk about it all the time because I don't want to live a life where everything is harder than it needs to be. Don't get me wrong. I will do the work. I will work my buttocks off to make sure that we get this shit good to go. But there is something I've now learned about myself, and it's something I also know about you, which is that we are no longer available for things that are unnecessarily hard. Mm -hmm. And there's such awesome. a key part in that, because being things that are unnecessarily hard has a lot to do with what people say about you, with what people comment on. And something that I have had to release the stigma of is that women cannot be beautiful and sexy and a CEO. And I would mm. love for you to talk about your experience with that because a Ooh. lot of women come to me and they say, Elise, you know, we can't like do this or we can't wear this or we can't say this or why are you saying fuck all the time? Like, come at me. Here's a statement of uh, a guy who I met after I separated from my husband and we were like friends and then we're like, okay, maybe there could be a romantic re relationship until... The fuck said to me, look at you all confident, wearing you like, you know, you own the, the world. And I'm like, yeah, and you are fucking welcome to be in my space. And he was like, who gave you the permission to be so confident? And this is the thing. People who are not confident will always judge you for your confidence. If you can't hold your too muchness, that will trigger other people and and it's so important to be in this space of, hey, you know what? I am too much and I'm <sighs> totally okay with it. And I'm just going to walk away from this shit because I don't tolerate this. And, you know, being being smart, being CEO, being um, successful at what you do and also being unapologetic about it, it's hard thing for women. 
it's really, really hard because we are in one way, in one capacity, we will always fall short because we are just not taught to accept that we can have it all. Mm. I'm not saying that we can have it all at once, but we can absolutely have it all. You choose, you create, you decide, and you claim it, but it's only available to you when you actually like consciously conceptualize that it's all there for you, everything. And no one can take it away from you because this is the part, the, most of the times women are giving par- their power away to other people, right? And this is where you feel like, oh, I'm powerless. Um, someone tell, t- told me something and I feel like that I lost my power. No, when you're in your sovereignty, when you're in your truth, when you stand in your own too muchness, it's like, no, like this is the wall that I built and no one can go like through that wall because I know myself, I know my boundaries, I know my word and that's the whole package. Take it or leave it. Bye. My right. drop. <laughs> <laughs> And I love that you mention nice girl training because it really like boys were not taught like that. Mm-hmm. Boys were taught to go to work, get a job, get a family. Women fight back. Fight, fight back. back. <laughs> Women are taught to marry. We're taught mm-hmm. someone else will take care of you one day. And I remember my father saying that to me even recently. Be a good girl. Don't yell. Don't say anything. Be a good girl. Be polite, right? (laughs) Don't create issues. Don't create fights. Why would you? Why is such a drama? There we go. But it is because of people like you and people like my brother's fiance, Alyssa Stegman, who truly showed me the possibility of what happened when you decided to speak up and speak out because I want to ask you about the first time this ever happened for you because the first time it ever happened for me I almost threw up I did not feel good for days but then after a couple of days I was like oh my god oh my god I stood up for myself oh my god but that feeling of hating myself for the first couple of days I had to let it go I had to surrender but I think a lot mm. of people don't know the first time it sucks balls you guys the first time's not fun Oh, yeah. Luckily, I think that for me, um, before I did that, I did so many fearless actions. You know, it was like it was kind of a training. It was a prep, you know, Um, where I always kind of felt independent. You know, I, you know, I'm a girl who escaped from my mom to get married uh, in another country because my ex-husband didn't have the papers, you know, kind of fucking rebel so I you know I moved countries um and all this shit but when I needed to really speak up for myself um going also back to where I heard like because I was growing up growing up in a a, a, a bilingual uh household and I was always told that I can't speak the language of course my mind was always so oh my teachers my my peers my you know um, classmates they were always saying you can't speak you can't speak you can't speak and for me that was like oh I actually can't talk I don't have the voice as a little girl I remember the scene and I'm gonna you guys you're gonna you're gonna visualize this so I come home, I'm a nerd. I'm a total nerd. I would spend majority of my childhood 
in my room surrounded by books and I was literally like geeking out on Victoria Holt when I was eight years old like criminal novels were my thing when I was eight and I would put my you know my Barbies on the on my bed and I would come home one time there was a there was a time when I felt like I, I was so psyched and so sad and so overwhelmed and angry because these girls, these these girls were so mean and they said, ah, you, you can't even speak for yourself. And I came home crying and I put my Barbies on the bed and I said, I, I was literally motivating my Barbies, you know, the see like you put the Barbies and you say, you are meant for more. One day you're going to be there and they all will look at you and say, she made it you are meant for more and i i was like crying and motivating them and this was the moment where i kind of got myself into this idea of speaking and and motivating and really inspiring women to stand up for themselves and the first time when i when i shared that story literally i was called out i was called out by this person and she said to me but you still can't speak she said about my English, you still can't speak. And I said, never fucking judge a person who speaks seven languages while you are speaking only one. And then I was like, ooh. <laughs> and for uh, real. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, that was an incredible story. I 100% acknowledge why it is that you're meant to do this work. And we are already at time, which means that you are going to come back because there is so much conversation to be had about really not experiencing as much of the fear. There's no such thing, you guys, or at least from what I understand right now, there's no such thing as just all of a sudden it's no longer there. <laughs> but there is a possibility to turn down the microphone. So mm -hmm. if you're looking to turn down the mic, Dee actually gave us a beautiful like special offer and special guest situation. If you mm -hmm. wanna mention it on your way out, I would love for you to. So guys, first of all, like I would love to invite you to listen to my podcast, which is actually all about the fears and embracing fears, you guys. I am a queen of eating fear for breakfast. And if you want more of that, like eating fear for breakfast, go to Fearless and Successful Podcast. You can listen to it on any platform. That's my first invitation. And the second invitation is to, I know if you're hanging out with Elise, you are probably a spiritual badass and you are all about combining both your intuition and the strategy to make impact and income in this world by really really like helping as much as people as possible to get to their dream design, dream life and we are creating a two-day virtual retreat with some of my favorite people in the spiritual conscious community and we're going to be covering everything from soul clients to embodiment to you know you name it everything and it's so so juicy you guys and i want to invite you and um, you can go to dianalugoli.com slash forward elise and i'm sure that elise is going to put that in the show notes um just go and check it out guys because this is one of my favorite events of the year and um i'm super pumped to have you in the room you guys 
if you don't know that this is about to be the sweetest, spiciest, most voluptuous experience that you have not been in this year, let's acknowledge it is almost December, fam. We need to prepare and get ready because we are not the kind of people who wait till January and say, oh, you know what? I got my list ready. Those are not the kind of people we are. We are the kind of people like D who dives in for breakfast because we really want to create change. So please take a moment and really acknowledge yourself and where you are in your alignment. And if you don't feel like it's a hundred percent, then you best be here and you best be on both of the places because it's not just about one podcast. It's not just about one experience. It's about finding a way to integrate. And that's what you do really well. My love, you are a good integrationist as well as a facilitator. So for those of you who want to come back and hang out, because I already know you want to, I'm going to make sure that everything is in the show notes and that we truly bring you back because you've already motivated me. And that's the thing. It's about motivating all of us. Like we motivate each other because of what we want, but also we motivate the world. And I think that we forget that. So from my heart to yours, my love, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for just spreading your vulnerability, your heart, taking off all your masks and saying, fuck it, I'm motivate the Barbies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just to add, you guys, don't come to the retreat if you're not willing dance, to dance on the camera. Ease off. <laughs> They already know that this is what's up. And if we want to start to, you know, we want to start to hang out. Oh, we twerk. We twerk. <laughs> okay. I'm going to make sure that we also link your Instagram as well so that they can get as much free content from you as possible. And I love you so, so much. Until next time, my love. Wealth and worth to you guys as always. And we will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Ciao.